0: Hey, Drop Pod listeners, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Pods at The Drop Podcast. You can also find the podcast and all of our content on YouTube at The Drop Golf Podcast. And you can follow our socials and see what we got cooking at The Drop underscore Pod. Our socials are Instagram and Twitter. But no matter how you consume us, make sure you like, review, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff. Follow and listen along.
1: This episode is presented by the Law Office of Mound and Tranger. Tom Mound and Randy Tranger are board certified trial attorneys who share more than 40 years of legal experience. They specialize in personal injury matters, workers' compensation cases, and criminal and municipal defense. As certified trial attorneys, they have recovered millions of dollars on behalf of people injured in accidents and employees injured at work. They have offices conveniently located in Frield and Point Pleasant. For skilled and personalized legal representation, Call Mallon & Tranger at 732-780-0230 or check out their website at tmallonlaw.com. Not only are they good people, they're good golfers, too. I forgot how we
0: sign off on these.
1: Me, too. Honestly, I was waiting to see if I started or you started. This is a Drop Podcast where we talk golfing in the Garden State. I'm Mike Poro, and this is Ryan Coulott. What's going on, everyone? So here's how I thought we'd we'd start.
0: I thought we put out our list of 21 counties, 21 courses, uh, even though it's like 21 counties, 75 courses. (laughs) But I thought, Mike, uh, and and I wanted to surprise you, and I know you don't like surprises, but I thought who else better than to talk to us about golfing in New Jersey than orson rosas wow look who it is
1: (laughs) this was a curveball hey orson oh orson what's going on pal how you been i'm doing great man this is a little bit of curveball i had no idea this was coming on no (laughs) offense i hate surprises absolutely hate them here's the thing so you know i had no idea where we're going i i said
2: to ryan i go are you sure that Mike's gonna be okay with you bombarding him with a surprise
0: like this. He said, "With it, I'm like, all right, fine, we'll do it." I knew, I knew that Mike hates this, and I couldn't wait to drop this. This was, <laughs> yeah, listen, this, he is, was this is great. Me, he was asking me last night, like, "What are we gonna talk about?" I was like, "Ah, we'll, we'll we'll be we'll be quick, we'll be short. We'll you know we'll we we'll, we dropped it. Let's mention some things that some people said about 21 and 21, and and then we'll move on." And I knew, Mike, I knew I had you. When, uh, yeah, listen, I,
1: one of the things I always say about the podcast is, you know, like I'm okay with handling the social media aspect of it and, you know, messaging people connecting. Um, but the podcast is kind of your baby. You tell me what we're talking about. I like to have an idea so I can be a little bit prepared. So always the night before the morning of I'll say, Hey, so what what are we going on today? Where are we attacking? Never once did he tell me that, you know, Orson was coming on the show. So, you know, Welcome. Welcome. It's good to have you on. Absolutely,
0: thank you.
1: you. I already got a question for him. If I'm ready, can I start firing away? Yeah,
0: let's hit it. So, Mike, honestly, but so I know I gave you, I know I spoon fed you some BS about some things we talk about. I (laughs) honestly, I I thought we would uh, let's let's see how long we go with Orson and go from there. Like Orson, we you saw the list that we put out. Let's from someone who's played every golf course in New Jersey. We want to hear your opinion.
1: So, but. I want I to go at him first. Let me go at him first before he attacks your list. Okay. Because one of the things that Ryan and I have spoken about on last week's episode was about certain counties that we have just not gotten to, okay? We went through and we said to the audience, hey, listen, give us some spots. And, you know, the first county that I put out a question on, on last week was Bergen County uh, because I look at the analytics and I'm a big numbers guy and I like to look at the data and I see like where a lot of our listeners are from. Um, and there's a lot of people in North Jersey that, that follow and listen along. So I attacked Bergen County first and the overwhelming response that I got from our audience that would message me back on, on Instagram or, or just DM me without even answering the question was the best spot in Bergen County was Rivervale. Now being someone that's played every single public golf course in the state of New Jersey, give me your take on, on Bergen County.
2: Yeah, I, uh, So firstly, I'm a listener. You guys know that, right? From the get-go, when you guys said you were starting this, I was a huge fan. Your first couple episodes, you said you were interested in all the public courses. And obviously, that was a mission for me, so that was huge. And I I felt that immediate connection to you guys. I think your listeners nailed it. I've also listened to every episode, and you guys talked about what you've heard, and I just caught up on the last episode this morning. Yeah, Rivervale is definitely the place to go. It's got enough content. I guess... Let's define what makes a good golf course or an interesting golf course. And this could be different for different people. You guys had someone on who said, um, you know, something more challenging is probably better than something that's really easy to play. I disagree. I'm kind of in Ryan's boat where I want to feel like I can score out there in order for (laughs) it to be a good course. Um, And for that, like, it's interesting enough, in addition to being able to score, it can't be flat to me. It's not to say that there aren't good flat golf courses, but Rivervale has got a nice rolling contour throughout the course. You start off on the first and like the fairway runs uh, right to left and you're over this hill as you just kind of, again, you're just riding a wave basically through the front nine. Then it turns into, and there's a number of interesting holes there where, you know, you're not playing driver off of every single tee box. Close second. And honestly, it was recency bias where I felt like, you know this is up there for best and Bergen. You listeners said it too. Uh, Darlington is fantastic, and same thing. Like there's just a tremendous amount of elevation change throughout the course, where to me you get a really interesting time uh, in 18 holes. Um, so I think Rivervale nails it. I would agree with that one.
1: Yeah, Darlington definitely was in terms of the responses that I had received, both what I was able to put back out there because people answering the question. Along with just straight up DMs that people would send me, you know, Darlington definitely was its number two in terms of like Ryan's initial list that he had shared out there. So it's good to hear your perspective and and kind of agree with with the audience because, listen, it's an it's an uncharted territory for us. It's an unknown area, um, and being an expert like you are, clearly, you know that you know. Rivervale's it, Rye. There yeah. you go for Bergen County. So
0: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna update this list as we go. I put I put Rivervale and then Darlington and then w- let's stay in Bergen, uh, Orson, Rock Lee or Soldier Hill. So when I played Soldier Hill, it
2: was Emerson Golf Club. And that's back in I don't know what it was, 2015. I'd have to check the list of everything where I logged all the dates. Um I haven't played it since the name change. I don't remember much of it. Um I remember it being a pretty straightforward course and it's plenty tree lined. You're literally like in a neighborhood. It's amazing getting to the course where you're basically in Bergen County suburbia, Bergen County suburbia, and you just make a couple turns and then all of a sudden you're at the, the front gate or just the parking lot for the course. Um, and it's like nestled behind, like you wouldn't even know it was there, which is true, I guess, for most of Bergen County. It sounds
0: like it's, it's a little bit like ocean acres where we played you where it was like a neighborhood you had to drive through it was just at the end of the street
2: i I think that's fair yeah ocean acres is i felt like there's enough space where you you knew you might get to something this is really weird like you if you didn't know the course was uh was there soldier hill emerson golf club like you'd have no idea to to stumble upon it like ocean acres you might take that drive where you're going down to the park there by the lakeside or whatever um but, yeah, similar, I guess. Okay. Um,
0: so, so it sounds like you're Rock Lee. Just based on on how you describe Soldier Hill, that's the fourth one for you. You liked Rock Lee better.
2: No, no, no. You, sorry. I was answering you said, does it have a different name? It did have a different name. Okay. Um, it's been long enough, and I played Rockley very recently, but – I I also really enjoyed the red. So Rockley has three nines, the red white plays as an 18 hole layout um, and the blue is a separate standalone, which is a great story because they don't treat with pesticides there. It's like an environmentally protected area. So it's a nice place to get out and play a cheap nine holes. The red-white stands as a pretty good course. I was impressed to see how much change there was in elevation there too. It's more rolling like Rivervale than it is like Darlington where one end is really high and then you have kind of a valley. But the red-white course was really good. The conditions, I think, aren't going to be the best. Like So Rivervale is probably going to offer you in prime season the best conditions, and Rockley may come close at their absolute best. Um, But, yeah, it's a good course, and I would definitely put that before I, I played the emerson golf club or soldier hill
0: okay uh mike was you know because of our our bergen county connections and connections it isn't necessarily the right word but but because we have a, a majority of our listeners are up there he's he was really focused on bergen county do, do you want to mike how do we want to attack this do you want to attack every county or like atlantic county i feel pretty good about Blue Heron Pines being the one I want to play first and then Ballamore and then Harbor Pines. Yeah, I would, so I, would like,
1: I would attack I would attack Orson with with the unknowns for us. Okay. Like um you know I think for us when we look at things specifically you know I would say we're somewhat familiar with some spots but like there's some that you and I we went through last week and we're just like man we want to talk about like Morris County like I don't know. Right. I don't I mean Hunterdon like I don't know. You know, we we kind of like, you know, I know for specifically, I think I said that multiple times like, "You got anything?" And I was like, "Nope. Yeah. Got nothing." So,
2: I guess I have a question for you guys. How are you envisioning this? Is this just looking to see where you want to go to first? And if that's the case, do you really want to see the best of everywhere first? Because
0: I feel like you'd be let down by what you might run into <laughs> in the rest of the counties. You know what? That's a fair that's a fair point. Uh, I think it was just like um
1: I could give I you my know. take on it. Yeah, I give you my take well, on it. hold
0: on. Let me let me formulate mine first. I think, I think that's a that's an interesting point that you bring up, Orson. I don't want to be let down really by any of these. So, like, I think if 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 you're gonna tell me now, like, granted, if something's like super awesome, and then and then the other one is is a dog track, I might I might not want to go play the one that's a dog track. and might just go to that one again you know what I mean like I don't yes. necessarily I, need to go to like if you were to tell me that like I'm gonna get disappointed by Soldier Hill because Rivervale Darlington and Rockley are so much better I might take Soldier Hill off of off of the the list here and not a knock on it but like uh, I might focus my attention somewhere else as opposed to going there no, is, that's, is what that's I'm totally
2: saying fair. yeah that's totally fair right like if it's not in the context of hey we want to get out and play all the all the public courses in the state, there's probably plenty that you would want to avoid, a ton of them. Yeah. Um, and you'd be left with a list of like, I don't know what, 40 or 50 maybe. Um, and that's great because you will see plenty in plenty areas in the state, right? You'll travel, as Mike has mentioned, to all the different looks and feels of New Jersey, up into the mountains, out into the shore courses and everything in between. Um, but yeah, I, I there are plenty of counties where you're gonna list or you're gonna see some of the best and there are courses within those counties where you'd be like, why did I even show up here? And for me, it's something I wanted to experience. Everything that golf has to offer or New Jersey has to offer in terms of golf. But um, yeah, if it's not the mission,
0: then that's understandable. Okay. Um, I guess I guess we'll play it. I guess I guess for me, it's a play it by ear. Let's, let's hear it out and then we'll decide. Mike, you sound yeah, like you have an answer.
1: Say, yeah, I was for me, I, and again, I, I, guess, I guess after our early conversations about finding a way to play everywhere, I've kind of adapted and modified that take. I have. And I think the more I've spoke to you and the more that I did some research about things, I, I just realized that, well, listen, maybe that's not my cup of tea, okay? And, and not to say that I'm better than certain spots – but I think, like you said, I, I go back to like our Cumberland example that Ryan and I spoke about last week. Like, I'm not looking to play nine holes. I'm not looking to play an executive course. And some people may say like, well, why not? I, it's just not who I am. Like, if I play golf, I'd like to play 18 holes. I'd like to have a, a, an 18 hole score at the end of the day. And I'd like to go play a USGA rated golf course. And I know some people say, well, sometimes the executive is. I get that. But it's still not my focus so for me I'd say like I would love to hear from your expert opinion who's legitimately played every single spot like what's the best spot to go to? Like if I'm going to if I'm going to Bergen County, you agree with the audience, I'm going to Rivervale. Like that would be the one spot that I'd like to go to. And then if I get an opportunity, I'd like to go out to Morris County. Well, what's the best spot in Morris County that if I'm going to spend, you know, half my day driving there playing like where should I go spend some time? Like, those are the types of questions I would say for me, as I've evolved a little bit here from earlier conversations, like, where should I go? You're the expert. What do you recommend? I'll follow your lead there.
2: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm reviewing your list here. I can see Ryan, you're sharing your screen. And again, I, I listened to the episode where you went through them. I, I think you nailed a lot of them, right? Um, I'll give you my preferences quickly. Um, Atlanta County. I would have thrown in Vineyard National at Renault Winery. I like that course, um, but you know the list you have is solid. And- so
0: I, I can I can always yeah I can always um, like explain why if if you'd like to. So I've played that and Mike I believe you've played it too. So that's why we kept that one off. I also had a bad experience there um, with the with the flies there because it was a uh, super, I mean, it was like 147 degrees. I think it was 10,000% <laughs> humidity that day. And, and those, um, what are those big flies called? Like those green horse heads. flies. Yeah. They the green, were green heads. Um, yeah. The green, yeah. The green heads. Yeah. They were, they were awful that day. So I, I didn't, that's the only thing I remember from that course. So anyway, that's why I didn't put that one on there. But again, mainly because both Mike and I have played it.
2: Yeah, and that's fine. So I'm assuming that's a lot of the list, right? Like, so you for guys sure it's going to be, yeah. Twisted Dunes, Sea View, the Bay Course. Like, I, okay, I get that. That's cool. But the ones you have to say haven't been here, still need to get there. Those are fantastic courses. This is so, one that I'm interested in. I wasn't crazy about Ram. I had a fantastic time at Ramblewood. It was a crazy story where someone from the Twitter golf community reached out and said, "Hey, I heard about your journey. I'd love to join up with you." That was my first experience doing that. Really cool. And we got off first. Uh, in the morning at sunrise and we finished our first two nines in the same amount of time. It took us to finish the blue nine to finish the day. But in terms of course you need to see it's been a while, so I can't say for sure, but honestly, I had a great experience at Indian spring, which is also in Burlington. And that is a, a relatively flat layout, but challenging and open at the same time where the average golfer may struggle but there's enough for someone who's experienced to actually have a good round. Um, The links at Marlton, I felt was short and tight and conditions wise, wasn't really worth the value. Uh, It's a fine golf course, but I think it'll get expensive in prime season. I can't remember what I paid at this point, but I remember thinking, wow, that's a lot for a round, especially I I walked at the time. Uh, Deerwood is a great layout. But when I saw it, it was almost completely burnt out. And so if you can know when, if it'll be in good condition, I'd say that's probably the best in Burlington County. Uh, Very, very open. My only knock on Deerwood is that it's a real stretch. It's almost not walkable. I don't even know if they'll let you walk. But like you go from hole to hole, significant drives for most of the front nine. And it kind of loses itself where – I like to see most of a golf course. Ryan, you mentioned liking Lynx layouts, and I love that feel where you can see the next three, four holes over. You don't have that. If that doesn't bother you, again, there are some great holes at Deerwood. But I would say in prime condition, all of those, Deerwood is the best. Ramblewood is fine. If I'm remembering correctly, I'd say that the red and the white were more playable than the blue was. The blue starts to get really tight, especially uh, as you start the nine. But, yeah, Indian Spring, I had a great time there. Relatively open. Challenging greens, though. They're in great conditions. So I I would say that's worth a look.
0: So would you put Indian Springs higher, lower than the Lynx? Or what do you think of the Deerwood, Ramblewood, Lynx, Indian Springs is, like, the order we have?
2: I would say Indian
0: Spring is definitely high. Listen, overall, again, in terms of
2: layout and condition, I would almost put Indian Spring first. Uh, Again, that was another opportunity to meet up with someone from – The golf community on social media and he welcomed me into the group that they were having they had like three or four groups go off so I had a great time but even the course alone again um, great condition and uh, a fun layout even though it's relatively even it's a fun layout Deerwood is dependent I think Deerwood could be number one in Burlington in prime condition there are a crazy variety of holes and, and it's it's really almost no contest, I would say. Like, if you can appreciate the layout of the bones of a course, as a lot of people say, Deerwood would probably be it. But again, it was very, very burnt out. So you'd have to kind of put that out of your mind.
0: Or or, or look to play it in April or May. Uh, yeah, again, I, I think they, it looked so burnt that they like
2: they struggled for multiple seasons, right? You, you'd really have to be checking in on the course.
1: Okay.
2: Um, it wasn't just like a, oh, I played in shoulder season thing. Like there was some significant damage throughout the course. Like they were dealing with problems. But yeah, great layout, fantastic, fantastic
0: holes there. Okay, let's let's hit the let's hit the Cs here. Camden and Cape May. We got Valley Brook and Pensauken in Camden, uh, Shoregate it, and Cape May National. I, I, yeah,
2: I, I'd have it exactly like you have it now. The only thing is, I'd say I would rate. I played Valley Brook during the winter. As you mentioned, it's a Jaworski course. He has some phenomenal courses through Jersey and around the Philadelphia area. Um, I would prefer Valley Brook is more interesting because you do get some change uh, in tee shot and approach elevations. But I, I wasn't all that impressed. There's a stretch where you kind of play over a ravine, which would have been really cool. But I don't know, it seemed a, a bit boring I, that's really the only way i can put it you you kind of tee off over the ravine up into a blind landing area and then you're in kind of a neighborhood backyard and then you come back down over the ravine there's a great par three i think it might be like their signature hole um but yeah it, it just didn't feel amazing jaworski definitely
0: has better courses in, in jersey okay um, so, so, so you know, like pensalk and over over valley brook yeah
1: okay and that kind of echoes lewis kelly you know, if you recall, again, he, he was a huge advocate of, of playing Penn in terms of the courses in Camden County. Yeah.
0: Going to, going to Cape May, Shoregate, Cape May National. And you
2: he- nailed him. There's not yeah. much to say. Shoregate is on my th- – Those both of those courses are on my must-play recommendation. So I keep a list of things I say, like no matter the drive, if you're in – the absolute corner of Sussex County. If you're in Port Jervis, New York, over there, right over the river, it is worth a drive down the Cape May to play those two courses. They're phenomenal.
1: Wow. Okay. Great. Yeah. Shoregate. Shoregate is high on my list. I, I, I. If you're asking me for like a top five, without really thinking about it, they're clearly in it for me. Uh, Orson, we, we had nothing
0: for Cumberland County just because they had uh, looked like they had just an executive course and a nine-hole course, and as we said, not really interested. Um, in either of those at this point, I guess, can you, like, confirm, deny, what's your uh, your thoughts? Yeah,
2: that's the way you guys feel. I totally understand it. Um, You know, again, if you're not looking to play absolutely everywhere, there is no reason to go down. It's a great story. Uh, Eastland, the nine hole you have there, it used to be an 18 hole. I don't know if it was a par three or executive course. Um, They converted it to nine. And I will say that I just played it. Near the tail end of my journey. And it was the toughest nine holes I've ever played in my life. I don't want to use the word unplayable, but I guess in the conversion, there were just some like visions of how they would turn it into nine holes and which greens they would retain that they ended up with some real like target golf. Um, So it was very, very difficult. Uh, I hear they're doing work. So they're taking down more trees to make it more playable. So for those that are listening that, you know, don't care that it's a nine hole course. It could end up being something really good. The other course is actually not even an executive; it's it's literally a pitch and putt off of mats. Um, so I don't fault you for that. It's something I love. It's how I learned to play the game. But um, yeah, it was I think it was ten dollars to walk, and I think it's a good time, especially for people who are learning the game. But I hear you; like, there's no reason to drive out there just to play wheat road.
0: I was just going to say, like, I have no problem with a little pitch and putt action for people learning. I think it's a great way to learn the game, but I think where Mike and I are right now is not necessarily what we're looking for. Uh, all right, Orson, so, so we've finished off the seas. Talk to me about uh, Essex. we got Rock Springs, Francis Burn, and Weak Wake.
2: Uh, super solid. You guys are absolutely right about Rock Spring. It's not like you, know, you haven't heard about it. Um, it's... I think it's one of two public Rainer courses. So it's it's an absolute must play. Um, and you have template holes there if you're learning about or you're into golf course architecture. It's great to be able to see that on a public course. Um, Francis Byrne, absolutely. That's a great story too, right? It's right in the backyard of Essex County Country Club. And uh, I think it actually used to be like an extension of it. Uh, that's a Banks design and just a phenomenal course to play along a hillside. Um, over Weequake, I like Week-week. Uh Exactly what you said about it is cool to have a course basically in the middle of a city. But I would probably send you to Hendricks Field before you go to Weakwake. Okay. They just did uh, a renovation there, and so the course should be looking really nice. And it's a it was a fun layout as is. Um, but yeah, those are those are definitely a, a spaced out third and fourth from Rock Spring and Francis Burn.
1: To me, when I think about um, Essex, it's similar to Cape May. Where Rock Springs, for me, is a top five. It's a mm-hmm. it's a top five, like you said, Rainer Course. Few public spot spots that he has done. To me, it's like Shoregate, Cape May separates itself. It's the same thing for Essex County. Like Rock Springs, clearly for me, separates itself. Uh, uh,
0: this summer will be a failure if I don't go play Rock Springs. I think that that's a like that's that's how high I want. Yeah, to go play. I definitely agree with that. It's in
2: good enough condition where you, you wouldn't even have to wait for prime season. Like if you could do spring or fall, you'll have and actually, it looks gorgeous in the fall,
0: too. I just met 2023. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to go in the summertime. Yeah, I just met like this this year um, for me. That's how that's how high it is. Gotcha. Gloucester, River Riverwind, Scotland Run and Wedgwood. I rank it's cool. I, you guys didn't mention wedge,
2: it's cool to see it on the list. I rank Scotland Run above River Winds. It, I think it's really tight, and it's going to be a matter of preference, obviously, like all these lists are. Um, but I love the look of Scotland Run. River Winds also looks really cool. Um, it plays nicely, Ryan. You'll love it because it is mostly links-ish, links-style. Lynx um, That's what I'm talking about. But. But yeah, I, something it didn't blow me away, and I had a phenomenal round there. I had my career best there. But whoa, what's that? Well, give us a number. I shot seventy-five there. Hey whoa, now. let's go! Whoa, <laughs> that better be in the handicap. And I want to, I want to <laughs> shout out the member there. He, he was basically like a caddy. Like he told us absolutely everything about the course. That was a massive help. So really cool to know that the membership is nice there. Um, it is public, obviously, but they do a membership, I guess across all the Jaworski courses. Um, so I had a great time obviously with his help and, and shooting a score like that, you can't have a bad day. But yeah, I'm trying to be objective about it. <laughs> I love the way Scotland Run look. And Scotland Run has that amazing feature where, I don't know that you have anything like it in the state of New Jersey and maybe anywhere else, but you have that 16th hole where there's a plane in a massive waste area. Like that just looks incredible. So you tee off across
1: the- Right there on the right hand side?
2: It's yeah, yeah, like you're teeing off to a landing area across the waste area chasm, I'll call it. And it looks like you're landing perpendicular, right? Your landing area is perpendicular to your sight line. And yeah, you'd look down into the right a bit. And it is a small, like, I don't know what it is, a biplane, or I don't know what to call it. But that's just, it's it's a really cool feature that, you know, something to remember the course by. And it's a phenomenal hole. But again, the rest of the course too is just playable, but Really interesting. Definitely, um, definitely my recommendation in Gloucester. Wedgewood. Oh, or- sorry, before I go there, Wedgewood. I will say I, I would not have recommended it, but it is absolutely the back nine at Wedgewood is one of the toughest I played. Like I said, Eastland is definitely the toughest nine holes I played in Jersey. The back nine will test you at Wedgwood. And it is is—it is a good course. There are a few really good holes on that course overall. I just don't know that I would send someone out all the way there just to play it.
1: Okay. Um, can did, I, did real you quick, say, real quick. Can I ask him a question? Uh, I want to
0: know about this airplane. Did you say airplane? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go a for it. Yeah, go. Yeah. Did you say there's an airplane in the middle of Scotland Run?
2: Yeah, it's, it's in the waste area. I'm pretty sure you're making me doubt the hole now, but I'm pretty sure it's the 16th hole. There's a waste area, right? So you have the tee boxes that come back around the waste area and down in there, it's probably like a, a 20 foot drop down into the waste area. You definitely don't want your ball there. So um, you're teeing off and yeah, it's just, it's just an interesting feature. Like any course- Why is there a plane ordered- there? I just think they parked it there. I, I don't think it crash-landed or anything. I don't know who had a spare plane. I don't know the story of it. It would be great for you guys to find out. But,
0: yeah, there's literally this <laughs> Whatever, We league. gotta. Now we gotta. You have to, yeah. But it's...
1: Okay. I think the one thing at Scotland Run that was so nice when I played there uh, in the fall was that ninth hole when you're hitting that par three that goes right back into the clubhouse. Yeah. I thought it was just like a picturesque par three. Nonetheless, it's a very hard par three. I just thought the visual and the optics and the aesthetics was so nice. Yeah,
2: that's that's a great example of a hole that – it's water right, right?
1: Yeah, two-tier green.
2: Yeah, right. So there's not – I guess the water is enough to be going on for most golfers. But to your point, it's not like you have a massive drop or you're playing really uphill. Like It is just the view, and the clubhouse there is gorgeous. I, I think I have a picture of that hole. I also have a picture of the, the clubhouse itself in the morning sun. Um, yeah, just a beautiful place overall, and that's why I think I rank rank Skyla,
0: Scotland Run a little bit above Riverwinds. Okay, Mike, what was your? You had something. That for... was
1: yeah. I forgot now. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have the best. I don't have the best memory, right?
0: <laughs> I apologize.
1: That's all right. I'll come back. Oh, it'll come back to me when we're like up in Sussex.
0: And we'll and we'll and we'll come back to it. So, Orson, the only reason I put Riverwinds, and and I think I. I in the quick decision. I think I'm going to leave it only is because Mike's already played Scotland run. You should get to so both. that. Would
2: be... Yeah, I totally hear that, but you should absolutely get to both you guys. Whoever hasn't seen one or the other, just make it a point. They are both absolutely worth it. I'm just saying for me, Scotland run ranks up yeah. just a tiny bit above Riverwinds.
1: Okay. Uh, Hudson County. You well, that might be a 36 hole day. Yeah.
0: Uh, hey, I'm good with that. I also think, so like Mike and I talked about going to Cumberland County and like if we could hit that nine hole on the way back from something or heading to something, that would be a way, I, like I'm not, I'm not discounting Cumberland County. I just, I'm not going to drive two and a half hours to play nine holes. So if there's something- You made me like, think of
1: my question. Go ahead. So Orson, just to clarify for the audience that here's when you say the toughest nine holes, right? Do you mean like- the conditions of how poorly the course is manicured or as in the difficulty of the golf course being really hard because i just want to make sure that if like the audience understands like where you're coming from in terms of like when you say difficult
2: yeah difficulty playing
1: gotcha conditions
2: no no not conditions oh difficulty playing like you'll have a hard time scoring there sorry yeah gotcha Conditions aside, because again, you should check also. Like that day, the the greens, they probably hadn't been mowed and and rolled for a while. Um, So conditions are an element there. But assuming you get to Eastland in its best conditions uh, without them doing any more tree removal or whatever, that was the toughest target golf I've
0: played. Understood. I I don't really uh, have a reason to hear you talk about Skyway and Hudson just because there's only one and Mike and I are both adamant about getting there i think skyway would be another one where like i think we failed 2023 if we didn't get to skyway being that we've been talking about it since episode one so absolutely and (laughs) i've
2: heard you guys talk about it a few times you haven't said anything that i could add any more to um it's your only public option in hudson but yeah it's a phenomenal nine-hole track
0: okay uh heron Glen highbridge hills nailed it in that order In that order? Okay. And there's only one other
2: one. Beaverbrook is worth a play for those in the area. But, yeah, I wouldn't drive you out there just
0: to play it. Okay. Uh, Heading to Mercer. Uh, Again, Mercer Oaks. I think one of the only reasons I put Mercer Oaks first was it's 36. Um, And I like the idea of, like, when they have more holes – being able to play more golf in a day for me, I I think that's, that's a little bit more appealing. Plus I've also heard good things about Mercer Oaks. So uh, Mercer Oaks, Hopewell Valley, which didn't that used to be a country club? Like that was private, I believe. Yeah. And it's now public. Yeah. The county bought it a couple years ago.
2: They finally made it open to the public last year. I, I don't know that I would send you out there for that one either. It's, it's a cool history. Um, it used to be like a racetrack on property and a horse farm that they owned. And, you know, they can tell you about when they converted it to a golf course, became a private golf club. But they are still doing some work also. And I think even from a layout perspective, there's nothing that will blow you away. But condition-wise also, they still have work to do. Um, but Mercer Oaks, absolutely. You get two very different courses in the West and the East. The West plays Parkland style. Um, and the East is Lynx-ish. Again, Lynx-style. We don't have true Lynx courses here, but Lynx-style. Uh, with the exception of a couple holes, sort of like Charleston Spring North, where like one or two right at the end, you'll be through some trees again.
0: Um, but you both, mean the vastly superior Charleston North?
2: Yeah, I heard you talk about that. I feel the same way too. And I think that was the argument, that South was more interesting because it was the tougher of the two courses. Yeah, I, I, I want to be able to score. So to me, I, I agree, the North is the better. But um, yeah, both great courses at Mercer Oaks. Mountain View is another great uh, Mercer County option. It is probably the longest drive. It's it's close to the Delaware River. I don't know that, or Hopewell's probably the longest drive. But yeah, that's a tough call also. Like you, if you decided to play Hopewell Valley, I would do Hopewell Valley and Mountain View in the same day. Then maybe it's worth it. Um, but Princeton Country Club, I, I hate saying, I hate talking about any course disparagingly there's nothing to draw you out to that course uh routinely they have had trouble even up until as far as i know a year or two ago uh they have drainage issues on the back nine and it's closed so like you could end up showing up and not be able to play a bunch of the holes on the back nine yeah so it's it's hard to recommend that course for me and even assuming i did get to play all 18 even assuming you do get to um yeah there's nothing super memorable about that course
0: okay so so I just moved Mountain View. It sounds like that was the second one and Mountain View is worth the drive? It's a close call. It it is a nice course, but again,
2: when you're comparing it to some of the other ones that you have on this list like Rock Spring and Shoregate and Cape May National and you'll get to the Sussex County ones, it, it's not it's not going to stand in that same tier. Okay.
0: Uh and I think that I think that's fair. I think that's a again going to it knowing that like hey, that, that's, that's what we're getting into, I think is, you know, that mindset is is needed, I would say. For
2: something that you guys know, uh, I would say it's like a shark river, where, like, it's a perfectly fine, playable course, and it's, in, it's usually in good condition. It's got a nice mix of holes. Um, there are some that are really challenging and some that are straightforward. Um, but, yeah, you guys are driving a ways. And, and, again, to say where do I need to play in Mercer County – the Oaks courses are worth it. Mountain View is probably just right there, and then yeah, the rest I'm not sure. Gotcha. I would recommend.
0: Okay. Tamarack and Rutgers at Middlesex. You you have uh, I I would imagine you didn't play Tamarack under the new like when they put in all that money to the to the East course.
2: No, yeah, uh, and a friend of mine just went out there. He's just starting the game, and uh, he sent me some pictures. And the green, it's amazing to see like new greens. Um, and they look flawless, which is incredible. I, I don't, I'm curious to see how much they've done. I know you guys have been talking about it.
0: Uh,
2: I don't remember it being anything special. So short of it being a complete overhaul, I don't know how good it's going to be, but I absolutely want to get out there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always impressed with any work that's being done to restore or renovate. And uh, you know, I want to give it a second
0: shot. I, I think, at Mike, you, you might I I think you threw the number out there. I think it's like a 10 million dollar like that they threw into it. Like it's not a small amount of money, I don't think. So that's kind of what what I think draws us to there is is it seems to be again from my understanding a little bit of like an aura around this this rebuild or whatever you want to yeah. call it.
1: Yeah, I think that's what kind of drew me to that place too, right? Yeah. I think the the renovation that they they're putting money back into a spot makes it look from the outside like you're willing to invest in the golf course, which makes it more appealing for people on the outside to come visit the spot. Good or bad, I, I don't know. And I again, I, that's why I think for me, it's another spot that I'd like to go see to kind of see what work has been done and how much better it looks. Yeah, I, I
2: think it's an amazing story just for the local golfers. It's one of the courses in the county system. I think in Middlesex County, you get the two Tamarack courses on, on property, and then you get the Meadows at Middlesex and Raritan Landing, which you guys don't want to go to. But it's a nice executive course that I, ha- I think has maybe two or three or four par fours. Um, but it's a Stephen K. design who did Scotland run. Right. Like So you get to see some really interesting quality in the greens at Raritan Landing. But again. For the Middlesex County golfer, like, your options were kind of limited. If you're like Mike and you're like, I'm not going to play this executive layout and I've only got the Meadows at Middlesex and Tamarack, it's good to know that you're getting better quality golf as a Middlesex County golfer.
0: Okay. Uh, What are your thoughts on Rutgers? I have not played it
2: for going on 20 years now. I've heard you talk about it a couple times. I I desperately want to go back. I had nothing bad to think about it. I had a great time playing with friends. It was very early in my golf career. Um, But yeah, I'd be curious to see what it had. It it Honestly, I couldn't tell you if I remember like three holes at Rutgers. But thinking about the rest of the courses, again, I I think you have it right there. It's worth worth a visit. Um, As you said, it's the story just being the university course there. So it's it's worth the list. Yeah. Uh,
0: so Monmouth County is...
1: Taken care of.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I think for us, it's Sun Eagles and Hominy Hill. Not because Sun Eagles is supposedly nicer than Hominy Hill, but um, Mike has played Sun Eagles less. Um, so for us, that's why we went Sun Eagles and then Hominy. I don't think anyone would argue that one is better than the other. I think Sun Eagles has the bones... Um, again, being a Tilly house course, it's, it's got it. And, um, you know, it's potentially going to be going private in not potentially it's going to go private. It's just a matter of time. I think that's, that's where the owner wants to go, but that's why we went that order. So I I think you would agree that Hominy is better than Sun Eagles, but, but that's, that was our thinking in this process here. So I, I think he's trying to make it like a, like a private country club community kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like like living community. No, it's um, cool, and
2: you can see the work that they're doing there. Like I played while you you had you still have construction going on, the work on the course. Like they just redid all the bunkering, so those look obviously fresh and new, um, and kind of pops when you're on the course. Um, yeah, I, I do like it, but I would agree, Hominy Hill is, I think, my vote for the better of the two, um, but again. As you said, it's a Tillinghast course, and throughout the public golf of New Jersey, you're not going to get a lot of opportunity to see that golden age of architecture, those designs. So it's always a cool opportunity when you say, hey, I got to play on a Tillinghast.
0: Morris was one. I know Bergen was, was one for us, but Morris was another one that, like, these four courses I don't know a ton about and neither seem to stand out. In like when you look at the Google reviews or the Golf Now reviews, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna rely heavily on you here. Talk to us about Bowling Green, Berkshire Valley, Knoll East, and Flanders. Uh, I like them all.
2: I think the must plays are Berkshire Valley, just ahead of Bowling Green. Those two are must play. Bowling Green is a tad expensive for what you get, but it is a quality course. So you guys will be driving a ton. Um, you know, you you may pay $100 to play that course. And I don't know. It depends on the golfer if you feel like it's worth it. But it is a cool layout. It is very tree-lined for most of it, but a ton of interesting elevation change. The greens are really cool. They roll really well for a public course. Um, Knoll East is a great property. I don't know if that one is also a Golden Age architect. Um, I know that I think the West course is a Banks course. But um, it's totally fine. I, I don't know that I would have recommended the East course. Flanders Valley, you have four nines there. Uh, they make you play them as two 18-hole courses, so the gold gets paired with the red and the blue gets paired with the white. And I would say I prefer the gold-red just because you get a better mix. So the gold from right to left, it's I think it's gold, blue, white, and then red. If you're looking from the clubhouse out onto the property and when you go off onto that right, the center and right side, you are up into the hills. The red plays link again, links style, just kind of open and flat. Um, So it's the more interesting of the 218 composites that they have there. Um, But same thing, I I don't know that I would really say you have to make the drive to go play Flanders Valley, but Berkshire Valley, Bowling Green. Absolutely. If you're going to see golf in Morris County, I would make it those.
0: Okay. I think that was something the same kind of thing with Flanders is that it has four nines. And I didn't know that you like they had to play it in that order. But that was something that I think interests me. Yeah. Uh, it, for sure. It's definitely
2: just as a side note like I, I didn't know how to count on my journey, right? Whether something was two 18 hole courses or four nine hole courses. Um, and it is weird, especially because they say, like, I, I don't know that they would pair you to say, you can go out on the gold and the blue or the white and the red. Like, the scorecards literally say gold, red, and then the other one says blue, white. But they index, oh, okay. them, they index them as individual nine-hole courses. So that, to me, was just the line I would draw. Like, just say, all right, as I go around, Machanic is the same way, right? You have 27 holes, but they're all indexed as three individual nines. Um, so, yeah, either way. And as you said, if you're just saying – Hey, I want to go to a place and play a bunch of golf in a day. It is great that you have thirty-six holes on property.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's. Uh, I like. I if I'm a golf course, I think that's what you need to do. If you're going to have multiple nines, you need to, you, you know, or more than eighteen, I should say, you, you got to index them as as nine holes because you can always kind of juggle them around a little yeah. bit. Um, Ocean County, LBI National. Again, that was that was an easy one for us. Um, I don't know if you have a a comment or you want to move on. Completely agree. Yeah. And
2: that's, I was really impressed. I knew nothing about Sea Oaks, which it used to be called. Um, So it was closed for most of the time that I put together my journey. Um, And yeah, when I played it as LBI national, I I think I thought it was phenomenal. Conditions could use some help, but it is a great layout.
0: Yeah. I, I think again, these ones that are just one, I think are easier for us. Same thing with Passaic, Preakness Valley. Dr. Mike, the the TPI guy that's been that's been helping me. He's from up in in that area originally. He said that he's he's played it a whole bunch. He said we nailed it um for yeah, that it's, area. It's so the
2: only same thing as Hudson. It's the only public course or public location available. They do have two 18 hole layouts there, the east and the west. Um yeah. So if you're gonna play in in Passaic, you're only going to one place for a public and that's it.
0: I do like again, Mike, I think that's a 36 whole day for us. I think that's a nice uh nice morning, lunch, afternoon head home. Uh do you have a preference there, Orson, as to which which 18 you like better? It's really close. I was
2: trying to think about that, and I, I don't know that I could pick. There are definitely some stretches in both 18s where you're like, wow, this is special. Um yeah, if you held a gun to my head, I would probably say the West. I just like. It goes out from the clubhouse enough where you start to feel like, oh, wow, like it looks really different here than what I was expecting when I was teeing off on the first.
0: Cool. Salem, town and country, running deer, anything for? Uh, Running
2: deer is an absolute must play. That's a phenomenal golf course. Uh, The greens there are some of the biggest you'll find on a public course in Jersey and contoured unbelievably well and really
0: make for interesting putting. Uh, mm-hmm. town and there's point- elephants living in those it, it running deer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: they are they are massive and, and plenty bumps. Um, town and country, same thing. I I had a cool story. Like I had driven down to North Carolina and I was like, I got to do something on the journey on the way back. And so on my way back in, I was literally stopping at rest areas, saying, "All right, where can I play?" And that's not far off the turnpike if you're coming from the south up north. And so I went and played. It's a very nice, like it's got a farm field, just open area, and there are some interesting holes. There's some cool features where you have a green, and beneath the green is a tunnel. So, I forget which holes on the front nine you go and ride your cart through. What is eventually the mound of the green on the back nine, and like uh, like Ocean Acres, you have uh, an island. It's not like Ocean Acres because I think that's the only true island green in New Jersey, but, um, you have an Island ish green. I think it's 17, um, on the back nine of town and country, but beyond that, yeah, same thing. That's a long drive to say that you must see that course. I don't know that I would say that.
0: Okay. But so you'd put running deer first. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I would say that, that of, of the counties, there were three. Again, we talked about Bergen Morris, and then, Somerset and then maybe if we were to put a fourth would be Sussex. Somerset with Nishanick, Royce Brooke, Fox Hollow, and Quailbrook. What uh what are your thoughts there?
2: I, I agree with Mike. I I lived around the corner from Quailbrook for a while. And when I would play, I'd play Quailbrook and Spooky Brook. And they're perfectly fine for local golfers. Same thing. To say you've got to come from all over the state to play Quailbrook and Somerset, I I probably couldn't make that recommendation Shannock valley is my sentimental favorite of all of public golf in new jersey it's the first beautiful course i had ever seen uh, as someone who learned the game on a pigeon putt playing night golf it was just so vastly different and the quality is phenomenal it's a herds fry design uh they've done aaron hills if you're familiar yeah i've it, heard
1: of
0: it
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: oh they also did, uh, new build
2: is that a new build did,
1: is that a new spot
2: they also did uh <laughs> hamilton farm right you guys talked about that mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah yep. yeah i think again to me like I-, I think when i'm listening to you i'm trying to just digest it all and just take it all in so i'm not trying to say too much but like like nishanik again just like i went back to me like that it's just it's nishanik like that is the spot in somerset county I've, I've been fortunate to play Quailbrook before. like I've seen things about Royce Brook and Fox Hall, but to me, it's like Nishanik. I I, I don't personally need to go anywhere else.
0: No, I, I would agree with you, Mike. Yeah. Orson, I'm sorry, I cut you off.
2: No worries. Yeah, I was saying the same thing. I think that's fair. Um, I, I like Royce Brook. That's also worth it. I think that's a measure I'd probably have to try to quantify. It's like, how far would I make you drive if I'm going to say you must play a golf course? Um, and Roycebrook <laughs> and Hollow were pretty close. But yeah, Nishanik is another one. It's a must-play recommendation for me. From the corners of the state, you should go out there at least once. It's worth
0: the, see, uh, worth the trip. Okay.
1: Hey, listen, it's where the New Jersey State Public Links championship is.
0: Yeah, they're, they're not going to hold that at, at some dog track. Nope. Um, I think Sussex is Bally Owen and then everybody else, being that it constantly is up there as the number one public course in the state. I I think the others with Wild Turkey, Great Gorge, High Point, Crystal Springs, and Black Book, Black Bear. What uh what are your thoughts on those Crystal Springs ones and then and then the other ones we got in there?
2: Yeah, I would take High Point off the list.
0: Um
2: I think it only has two. Distinguishing markers, one, it's like the furthest course northwest in the state, the furthest public course, uh, and and two, it usually has pretty cheap tee times, like it's $25 with a cart sometimes throughout periods of the season, but you guys should not drive out there to play that course. Um, the Crystal Springs property, not much more I can add that most people haven't told you and that you don't already know. Just absolutely phenomenal. I think the thing I wrote was when you get onto the property and you see the hotel across the mountain backdrop, it's like you're in a Bond movie, like just some film location where you're like, wow, how is this New Jersey? Um, I would add, again, since you're talking about making multiple course days um, like a 36 hole day, you should absolutely play the Cascades nine. I know you don't want to count nine whole courses, but, if you're there and you're playing Crystal Springs and Wild Turkey, I would make the effort to play the Cascades Nine. It's another f- fantastic nine holes at the resort. Um, Black Bear is great. Really tight golf. Um, it's a little further away from the property, even though it's owned by the same system. But, yeah, that's worth a look as well.
0: But that's the same with and Balliowen is not exactly like, like Crystal Springs is is, you know, next to the next to the hotel but valley owen is like they they got the you can take a um a shuttle from that's good to know i actually didn't know that yeah it is
2: like three or four miles from the resort property um it's good to know that they have a shuttle there i had no idea but yeah again consistently ranked best public in the state so whether you're going to stay at crystal springs the resort itself or not like people should make the drive out to valley owen to play it at least once
1: Yeah, that place was, I mean, I think I played there, so maybe it was like 2021 I played in the New Jersey State Public Links Championship there, and I played a practice round. I had no idea like where I was going, and I told my wife, I'm just going to go play this place before the actual tournament. So I go to book a tee time, and I'm a morning guy, so I want to go play as early as I can. I think I book like a 6.45 tee time, and I'm laying in bed the night before, and I'm like, all right, let me see how far, how long it's going to take me to get there. Then I realized it's two hours and 20 minutes from Long Beach Island. I'm like, holy hell. <laughs> I think my alarm went off at like 350. 350. And I get up there, I'm like one of the first tea times, and I'm playing with these two other guys, and they're like, uh, oh, so you know, you are from the area? And I'm like, nah, no. all the way down to Long Beach Island, two and a half hours away. They looked at me like I was on crack.
2: Yeah. And and again, going back to those are the drives you're gonna have to make to Bergen County, like I would I would temper expectations. That's why. I like what you're saying where if you just want to see the best and, you, you know, you you guys will hear about the rest from listeners and whatever else. Um, yeah, you're going to have some long drives ahead of you. Uh, Sussex, Morris, Bergen, all of that. Passaic as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, we got two more counties. Union, I think, was was pretty, pretty obvious with Galloping Hill. Would you – Ashbrook was one. Is that worth it to you or no?
2: If you're going to make a 36-hole day, uh sure like it's i don't think it's far a a far drive from galloping hill to ashbrook um same thing it's a very nice local course it's worth the play it's part of the county system i think those are the two courses in the county system um but yeah it's it's hard to say someone from down in salem county should come up and play ashbrook gotcha the one, one thing i will add if you are interested in some history and again course aside it's worth knowing about in Union County, Scotch Hills Country Club. So you guys familiar with it at all? Not even a little. Yeah. So it was the first black owned golf club, country club in the United States. And I don't know if you know who John Shippen is, but he was the first American-born golf professional. Uh he called that home from like the early thirties to the mid-sixties when the town finally brought it. But um It's just some really, really cool history to know that that's part of public golf in the United Mm -hmm. States, in New Jersey. Uh, And they have a little, the old clubhouse there is the Shady Rest Museum, uh, just in dedication to the old name of the the clubhouse. And they just had their centennial, I think it was 1921. Um, So a couple of years ago, you know, they celebrated 100 years of history there. Uh, Again, you don't get to see a lot of history, as we said, the architects, this is just a Really cool piece to say, wow, you know, I had no idea that was in New Jersey. That's the way I felt on my journey, just learning about the place.
0: So that that is super interesting to me. You said that's Scotch Plains? Uh, the course it's
2: in Scotch Plains. The course is called Scotch Hills Country Club. It is only a nine hole. It's got some fun holes, um, but it is a relatively short nine hole course. It's probably great for a scramble. But again, in terms of just the history of the course itself, uh, it is really cool to, to see that and learn about it.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah, that I I nerd out over that kind of history stuff, uh, and then obviously we're ending in Warren County, and Architects I think is is everyone's far and away number one there.
2: Yeah, um, it's not close. Same thing. Like I think you have Harkers Hollow and uh, Minebrook, and again they are public options in the area, but nothing comes close to what they offer at Architects.
0: Yeah. I think, I think that's one that I kind of knew I'm not necessarily willing to drive two hours to something just from what I saw. Like it didn't seem like it was worth it to me. And that's, that's every, that's all the courses. So we're all with the expert with, with the expert. Right. This was awesome. Yeah. I appreciate you guys having me on
2: again. It's, it's one man's opinion. I felt it was something I wanted to do, just see see them all. But I like the guys the way you guys have shaped it. You know, you're trying to say what can I see that's actually worth seeing around the state? And you guys will have some incredible stories as you go through this. So I appreciate you letting me uh let me help you out on the journey.
0: Yeah, no no problem. Obviously I don't think that um anybody should be talking about public golf courses in the state without at least consulting you, who's been to all of them and can give us that kind of comparison. So this was, this was awesome, Orson. Thank you so much for, for jumping on and joining us here.
1: I appreciate it, Ryan. Yeah, I'll add one more thing for the audience. I mean, Orson does a phenomenal job on social media. You should go give him a follow on Twitter, at Orson Rosas. Um, he's always on there. He's, he's very active. Um, and I'm sure if the audience has any questions of their own, he, he's a great resource to tap into.
2: I appreciate that, Mike.
1: And Orson, why don't you also plug the YouTube channel that you just got out as well?
2: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you both. Um, I'm trying to, you know, I've collected some video over the years, and now that I'm done just running around all over the state, I want to take my time and say, all right, what can I capture in terms of stories about courses? Um, So the channel's called Orson Rosas Golf. And uh, yeah, I've only got a few videos on there that is really mostly the drone footage that I've captured from a few places. But um, I appreciate that. So as I try to grow that, I you know I want to share the courses that I've been to and any stories about those places.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome.
0: Well, Orson, thank you for stopping by. Appreciate it. And uh, and again, go check him out on on Instagram and his uh, and his YouTube page. All right. All right. Thank you both. All right. Take care.
2: Take care.
1: See you, pal. All right, right. Well, listen, that was a nice little surprise there. I had no no clue that Orson was coming on, and and I think you nailed it on the head when you you know you're talking about public golf courses in the state of New Jersey. And I get it; we're we're going to be different in Orson in, in terms of the journey and him trying to get to every spot, and then obviously accomplishing his goal. You know, but us trying to find spots that are like you know spots that we need to get to. You know, you nailed it on the head with Orson. He's the expert. He he knows things much better than we do in terms of where to go so kudos to you with that little surprise right there
0: i know you hate surprises but uh but i thought that was uh i thought that was a good surprise i, I thought you would again i know you hate them but i thought you'd like that one
1: yeah no doubt that, that was perfect all right Ry, you all good for today
0: yeah good by me
1: all right just drop it over there
0: found it